Recorded live at Toxin Tasting Studios, it's the Clerical Errors Podcast. The podcast that shows you what's behind the collar. Let's go. From the Tox and Tasting, not the Toxic Tastings. I guess we should, wait, wait, actually, we should differentiate, shouldn't we? Vicar and I are from the Tox and Tasting Studios, the, the home office, and uh, this is the Clerical Errors Podcast. And Berg's here, the show that, what am I saying? The show that shows you what's behind the collar. You know what, let's just start over. Roll the <laughs> intro again. <laughs> Recorded live at Toxin Tasting Studios, it's the Clerical Errors Podcast. The podcast that shows you what's behind the collar. Let's go. From the Tox and Tasting Studios, I'm Bullhagen. I'm Berg. And I'm Vicar. Welcome to the show, the show that shows you what's behind the collar. How's it going? It's going well. Are you doing okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I've got vacation on the brain, man. I believe it. So? So, for a little while, you'll sorrow, and then joy will fill your heart, and no one shall take that joy from you. That's right. Didn't we just hear that text? <laughs> yes. Yep. We just did. We just recorded an episode on that. I it's think you so were as, as this episode is aired, Bullhagen is gone. Actually, is he on a jet plane or is he driving? That's the actually as this is aired. Actually, I'll be in Kansas City. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you'll be with me. Right, and then Aww. and then the next day we're leaving for for uh, the Keys. So driving or on an airplane? On an airplane. I I, I, I don't want to say that where exactly I'm going because I don't want like our our listeners to looking be looking for me down there because I'm going to be relaxing. <laughs> So are you saying to your congregation, <laughs> in a little while you will not see me? Yep. And then, and then a you little will, while, and then you will see me again. See me. In my, exactly. my my glorified tan state. <laughs> well, just like Jesus, you know, we won't be able to bear when, your bronze and you know <laughs> your brazen amazingness. Just like Jesus went to Florida, so shall you. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Well, this is getting off to a great start. Yeah, this is awesome. Well, I actually have something. Uh, you guys drinking anything? Oh, I forgot to get something. I went to Dairy Queen because I have a lot of stuff going, and I got one of these s'more shakes. It's pretty amazing, not going to lie. Awesome. I have Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot. Ooh. What? Is it good? I don't know yet. I'm about to open it. Ooh. I've been saving it for the podcast. Hey, Vicar, can you run to my fridge get me an ice-cold Fresca? Sure. <laughs> so I'm going to pop this open. <laughs> so here we go. It says it's got 0% juice. Oh. <laughs> well, that sounds great. <laughs> here we go. Is it? Is it hot? Is it spicy? No. Do you know we mm. still have that it's, hard hard Mountain Dew in our house from when you came? Oh. Yeah, I forgot it. I uh, I've meant to either drink it or bring it with me, and neither of those things. So happen. so is so, it? Uh, it doesn't so taste is it spicy. Alcoholic? This isn't the the stuff that's I left there is. Okay. This just tastes like it tastes like Mountain Dew, and then after you drink it, it tastes like you just ate flaming hot Cheetos. Oh. oh. This is what I think it tastes like. It tastes like Mountain Dew for someone who has acid reflux. 
<laughs> Probably. Sure, yeah. So on Spotify, they keep talking about um, Coca-Cola Starlight. Has anybody had that? We had that on the podcast. We had that on the podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's right Was here. I there? No, uh, you no, were not. You, you were in the oh. moving process. Here, try this one. Yeah, here you go. Let's throw it to you here. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we, we actually have some ice cold ones in the Clerical Air's fridge. So you get all the I don't good stuff which, after I leave. I don't remember what you guys thought of it. I didn't like it very much. It, it's okay. It's like uh, it's like you're drinking Coke while chewing bubble gum. That's what it tastes like to me. Hmm. You need one of those Rock fridges on. there, Berg. I do. You know, it doesn't have. But room. I, well, and I don't have. Uh, you know, I don't have funerals anymore, so. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't have honorariums. You know, so. <laughs> Well, I'll, let me open. I got a, an ice cold Fresca for my fridge. You know, I have a, I have a, I have a theory that every once in a while people enjoy a nice Fresca. That's one of my theories. Like right now, groundbreaking. And I've got one of the <sighs> beautiful citrus, mm. Spindrift, sparkling water. Oh, lime flavor. Okay, f- listeners, uh, go ahead, Vicar, pop it open. There you go. So, listeners, the pro tip, Splendrift, sparkling water, is good. It tastes like there's real fruit, okay, in it. One of the very few that do. So, you take a Splendrift, nice ice cold Splendrift, and you put some nice tequila in there, in the, in the lime Splendrift. It's really good. What do you think I about think, that? Yeah. I think you may have literally, word for word, said that a couple of weeks ago. Did I? I was I think thinking so. maybe a little gin wouldn't be bad with it. Ooh, now you're talking Berg's language. This flaming hot's getting spicier, but I'm here for it. It's good. Rock on. Well, we should probably like talk about a text or something. <laughs> well, it's kind of like you pop on and we record, and so we're, we have to catch up a little bit. So, uh, Vicar, uh, what are you preaching on while I'm gone? <laughs> well, it's John chapter 16, verses 5 to 15. It's the, the work of the Holy Spirit. Should I read it? Yeah, go ahead. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is, your ad- it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. I'll be right back. The phone's ringing. I think I might know who it is. Keep going. Enjoy your milkshake while Vicar reads. I'll be right back. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Okay, Vicar. Whew. Well, so what are you so preaching f- on? <clears throat> I th- I'm going to take this with the the mission aspect. 
of Christ's mission coming from the Father, being sent, as it says, he who sent me, mm-hmm. and apply it with the, him sending the Holy Spirit, Jesus sending the Holy Spirit, and then just tie it in a little bit to how he sent the disciples. You know, we've got Ascension Day coming up too, and with that, the Great Commission that Jesus gave. But I want to apply this to the church because these three things Jesus narrows in on concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, there's kind of two sides to it, the non-believer, but also the church. These are three things, too, that they need to deal with. And when you're talking about the work of the Holy Spirit, it's how is he working through word and sacrament, but then how also is he working through the church to reach the unbelieving world, you know, those who need to be convicted of sin so they can repent. Um, so that's kind of the angle I'm, I'm going on because we also want to talk a little bit more about the mission of the church. So This is your ablaze sermon? Sure. <laughs> Skimming my sermon here that I'm still working on. Yeah, as as we record, it's because Bulligan's going to be gone. We're we're a little bit in advance here. But you know what's interesting, Berg? That uh, text where Jesus says concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, it's kind of the same formula as baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and and the Holy Spirit. Kind of just no commas. It's all this and this and this. Yeah, I mean, John does something like that, too, in his uh, first epistle with the water and the blood and the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. These sort of triads are just, I I mean, they're built into human nature, right? Because even the pagans do this kind of stuff because um, they know that, uh, I mean, by nature, we all know that there's a God, right? Um, right. And obviously that the God of who reveals himself in the scriptures also reveals himself in these triads, um, <clears throat> both in nature uh, and in other pagan religions. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's great. This is a great foreshadowing of Pentecost, right? If I do not go away, right. the Helper will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. Um, this whole convicting the world is very interesting because it's uh, very, very um, law, um, law-based law preaching, right? Right. Uh, he will convict the world of sin because they don't believe in me. Uh, he'll convict the world concerning righteousness because he's the only righteous one. He's the only one that that goes to the Father. Uh, no one has ascended into heaven except he who descended, the Son of Man. Uh, John says that earlier in John chapter 3. And then concerning judgment, that the ruler of this world, the devil, is judged. I always find uh, verse 12 to be very, uh, very nice. Um, it's a very pastoral verse i still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now um i think that is a fantastic verse um just because um it takes into consideration human weakness um and uh as pastors we deal with that a lot right we have a lot to teach they just might not be ready for it especially i mean how do you it you know you see Jesus dead and then you risen again you're going to listen differently you're going to understand things differently after what? that it's true <laughs> i've i've heard about that yeah somewhere 
Um, the other thing is, is it's interesting how the first part is about the negative work of the Holy Spirit, right? Convicting the world. And then the second part mm-hmm. is about the positive, right? He will lead you into all truth, right? And how does he do that? Not by preaching a different message than what Jesus preached, but he, whatever he hears, he will speak. He will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And this is like the... Uh, this is like the father's or the son's relationship to the father, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus doesn't say anything or do anything that the father hasn't given him. In the same way, the spirit doesn't say anything or do anything that Jesus hasn't given him. You know, we always is, Oh, go ahead. We we always talk about the Holy Spirit working through the word. How often do we think about that first part concerning judgment? How often do we think about the Holy Spirit working through the law? Right. And that it's actually a salutary thing when you feel like crap because, you know, you've done right. wrong and the law brings you uh, to a full understanding of that. The Holy Spirit, in a sense, brings you to the condemnation that you may hear the gospel. Right. So it's like, don't be mad at your pastor for preaching the law if it, you know. That's be mad right. at the Holy Spirit. Oh, what wait, do I say? That's a bad idea. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> right, Pete? You know what's going on. That's right. So, so yeah. Anything, anything you'd like to add? You're the one that studied this text. We already, we already did that, will you? Oh, okay. Cool. Got on the phone. Yeah, he's going to talk about the mission of the church and how the Father sends the Son and the Son sends the Spirit and then the Spirit goes with uh, the others whom Jesus has commissioned. Sorry to leave. It's one of those but tedious things that the pastor has to do sometimes. What I'm not going to talk this much about... This person doesn't listen to us, do they? No. But I okay. I think this is also an example of Jesus promising to send the, the Spirit so they can write you know, the Gospels, mm-hmm. that they will remember all things and write it down. Right. Cool. I'm going to be high ADD today. I just hope, want you all to know. Good. So... So, uh, Berg, I have a question for you. All right. Shoot. Does Jesus get us? He I mean, does. does he, he really gets us, you think? Yeah. Okay. There's a, I saw a commercial that I on TV, and I wanted to get your reaction to it. Okay. Okay? I know you probably haven't seen it because you don't really watch much TV. No, we don't even have internet at the house. Oh, no. How's he watching Coco Melon at your house? Steven. Um... We download certain Cocomelon episodes, oh. so he can only watch a few of them. And then, of course, we have internet on our phones, but, you know, I try to stay away from that. I mean, they're not stone me- cavemen. They do have a DVD player. <laughs> we do, actually. He's really loved uh, the pirates who don't do anything, sing-along, but he doesn't like the sing-along. He only wants to watch the kids. Yeah, people were wondering what to get Steven for his birthday, so I said, well, he really likes Cocoa Melon, and so does Berg. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't so far away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I saw this commercial, and uh, I, want, I want to see what you think of it. You know, Berg, I was delightfully watching you eat that. Uh, I've never seen someone enjoy... Uh, ice cream like that. You're uh, lifting you know, up the I don't eat every drop very out of the straw. Oh, I know I, what it is. I know what it is before you play it. Okay? I know what it is. You couldn't bring that home to eat it, right? You're right. 
You were sneaking. That's what it was. That's why you enjoyed it so much. I got you. You ran Not out, here. got that, and then, wait, I got a reported co- podcast. That's yes, why he was late. I'm he was in the drive through. <laughs> sneaky. You're a sneaky well, one, Berg. It, it wouldn't have taken so long if the line hadn't been so long. It was crazy. <laughs> City <laughs> life. He's, a, I, he's I, I tell you what, I didn't eat anything today uh except for a bagel. And so I was like, oh, I I'm had meetings after school today and cause today's Thursday and yeah. Oh man, it uh I thought today was going to be an easier day. Um you know, and when you think that going in, right? Then it's like the opposite. Um, right. So so yeah. No, it's uh, and then I got another meeting after after this one. So, oh, so, well, right, let's try again. Then this, let's okay. get this going. A rebel took to the streets. He recruited others to join him. They roamed the hood and challenged authority. Community leaders feared them. Religious leaders abhorred them. We have to get them off the streets, they said. But they weren't part of a gang spreading hate and terror. They were spreading love. What do you think? Well, there are definitely parts of that that I agree with. Um, uh-huh. But there are other parts of it, uh, you know, I think they make too much of the challenging authority. I mean, Jesus does say that uh, the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat, right? Right. And, and, and the fact that he gets us, but they show, like, questioning religious authority, and they show people sitting in front of a church. Yeah, I mean, and in some ways, in a very simplistic sense, Jesus did question authority both, and not so much civil, but just religious, um, both with the Sadducees when he called them to repentance regarding their mm-hmm. lack of faith in the resurrection of the body. Um, he also called the Pharisees to repentance on multiple occasions. But mm-hmm. the problem is, is it's not that simple. Right, it's more nuanced than what they want to make it, and the real tragedy of this video is that they kind of put Jesus into a box, right? Right, and they play up the attributes that Jesus has that suit their purposes, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, rather than other, you know, rather than all of it, because obviously you can't make a cute little video, um, right, with the whole Jesus. Right, I, th- I think what they're trying to do is, is they're trying to because this is this is part of, uh, I, I I read a hundred million dollar ad campaign. For what? Uh, from anonymous anonymous donors, and that, it's strange. It's like they're it's uh, the, from what I've seen so far, and I'll play another one if you want in just a second if you'd like. Um, Peter, if you want to go to the, um. The He Gets Us page, that's where I got it from. No, a dinner party. There's one, He Gets Us dinner party. So so he, it's it's like uh, they want to everyone to, to change how what people think of Jesus, which is, I think, people have the wrong impression, but are they replacing the wrong impression with the right impression? 
Yeah, Albert Schweitzer said the best thing about this. He did the quest. He wrote the book, The Quest for the Historical Jesus. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a Christian or in heaven, but he is right on this. He says, everyone who goes in search of the historical Jesus ends up making him in their own image. Right. And that's exactly what they're doing here. They're actually trying to sell Jesus as this kind of rebel um, because that's what's popular, right? Mm-hmm. Challenge authority, you know, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, right, without actually talking about. So, say people change their mind about Jesus, what? Are, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? You know, question yeah, religious not authority. Go the, right, they're not going to go to the church, right? Right. I, it'd, I it'd fear be like for, if <clears throat> go it'd ahead. be like if I took Vicar, and I took one of his attributes, like hunting, right? And I really wanted to apply, you know, really make my point with that. But that's the only attribute that I used, right? I didn't mm-hmm. speak anything about his uh, marriage or uh, his role as a father or um, his work as a, uh, you know, as a civil engineer or um, any or where he's from, right? It's like I took that one attribute and I kind of blew it up. That's a caricature, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be a caricature of what uh, it's kind of like when you go to them carnivals, right? And you got those mm-hmm. caricature art- artists, and then they like, if you have a big nose already, they make it really big. They exaggerate like, that's exact- certain features, right? And that's right. exactly what they're doing with Jesus, right? At least so far, what we've seen in that first video, right? So yeah, so because what I fear from that video is the fact that there's a lot of people who say I'm spiritual, but I'm not into organized religion. Yeah. And if you are spiritual and you're reading your Bible, because that's the other thing, right? Well, I can just stay home and read my Bible. I always say, well, then read Luke 10, 16, which is, <laughs> uh, he who hears you hears me, right? Right, right. You actually need pastors. You need to hear it. Right. And, and because the only thing it's said about the church is Jesus questioned religious authority. Right. So, so it really right. just plays into American individualism in a lot of ways. So, so do you want to hear the see the next one? Yeah. All right. Watch stream. Mm-hmm. Kip and took a walk. Everywhere he looked, people suffered. Anxiety ran high. Hope dwindled. Hatred rose. His neighbors had lost trust in the system and in each other. I need to do something. He thought. I'll bring them together and feed them. Around the dinner table, they can talk and see how much they have in common. Shared struggles. Shared joy. Shared pain. So he prepared a feast and invited all into his home. But some refused to sit at his table because they chose to only see differences. He was heartbroken because he wanted everyone to eat and be filled, not with food and wine, but with compassion. What do you think about that one, Berg? Well, to me, it seems like the denial of the deity of Jesus. Like he was, like he was, like trying to figure it out. Like he noticed. was just some dude who went for a walk and he saw all this suffering. You know, right? Like and Chris Christian. <laughs> exactly. He was, he was sitting. He was sitting outside of 
having a smoke break from <laughs> the, there's no talk about the vicarious satisfaction that you know if they wanted to actually make that video good you know they would have said that he took all of this um hatred and uh all of these things into himself on the cross and then gives us a true feast in in the lord's supper so i mean this is the thing the deity of christ is not explicitly stated um, the vicarious satisfaction, which is the heart of Christianity, is not there. Um, it's all social justice stuff. And right. um, and the thing is, is like, well, you know, he wants us to ignore our differences and da-da-da. That's not the Jesus we see in the Bible. Right. He didn't want to ignore—we talked about the Sadducees. He didn't want to ignore the differences. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or even the uh, sinful woman, right, who anointed mm-hmm. his feet— and washed, you know, his feet with her tears and and wiped them with her, with her hair. Right? He says that uh, she has sinned much, but she's been forgiven much. That therefore she loves much. Right? Well, what, what did Jesus say? I have not come to, but to divide. Right. Well, yeah, to bring peace on earth, but a sword. Right. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, in one sense, what they've done is they've carnalized or made fleshy. Um, the sort of union and unity that we desire in the church, and what is the what is the unity in the church that that we are all one in Christ, right? right. As Galatians says, or Jesus um, Himself said, "Let they be one as you be, and I are one." Right, and this completely ignores that there's a difference between quorum Deo, right, before God, and quorum Mundo, right, before mm-hmm. the world, right. Um, Jesus didn't level authority, right? He says to Pilate, you would have no authority uh, over me at all unless it had been given to you from above. So there, Jesus explicitly says that God has given Pilate authority, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He doesn't uh, kick down. So this is the whole thing. This is is nothing but modern-day crud. Is what it is. It's crud. I, I, it, this actually makes me angry because this is exactly the sort of awokening mentality that a hundred uh, million dollars. Yeah, a hundred million. Could you imagine if a hundred million dollars was actually used? We could fund a hundred missionaries for the rest of their lives. Just about. <laughs> right. Imagine what we as a clerical heirs podcast could do. Oh my gosh. We could do a show every day. Imagine what our fridge would look like. <laughs> so, I mean, and our all... producer takes half. Let's just keep that up front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the whole point, right? Is that uh, all of the things that create faith are missing from that video. You and, cannot, and... like, coax the flesh to love Jesus. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. It's It's a... Would you say it's it's approaching a lawless gospel? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretending to be the gospel, right? It's a pseudo-gospel. It's uh, um, that takes what should be spiritual and eternal, and it turns it into something very fleshy. That It's uh, a, it's a modern-day what-a-friend-we-have-in-Jesus. Well, at le- I think they at least believe that Jesus is God in that one. Okay. You know, but, I mean, don't you think it's basically to me? It, it seems like a uh, hundred million dollars that Jesus kind of has a public image issue that they're trying to fix. Right, Jesus is socialist. 
I was Jesus thinking, as, you know, transgender. Jesus as, right? Because, oh, you know. He gets us, all of us. It seems he gets like a all of us. Propaganda campaign. That's what it kind of seems like. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure, I hope there were good intentions in giving this money. But the problem is, is that who is this going to appeal to? Right. It's people that don't have faith. And there's nothing in those videos that's going to create faith. It doesn't, Lord, to whom shall we go? It doesn't, it just says, says, well, Jesus, go to, you know. Yeah. Or Chris Christian would love this. Right? Just Jesus. Maybe we should get him on the... Get him right. on and ask him about how his had ca- had campaigns going. <laughs> ha! <laughs> it actually, it kind of dawns on me. This is like a hundred million dollar Chris Christian, Chris Christian project video. <laughs> Maybe he inherited like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> he gets us, Jesus. <laughs> that even sounds like him. Oh my god! I, I can't. Can you imagine what that rest stop looks like right now? Just Jesus and us. I, but it's good to talk. I think it's good to talk about, though, because if they're spending that kind of money, everyone's going to be it's going to be people are going to be hearing it. Well, I was just reading. Uh, I think uh, Pastor Traffigan posted it on his Facebook page. What is it? Leinger or Leinger or something ministries. They uh, they do a survey of American Christianity um, every two years. And some of those numbers came out and uh, um it's kind of horrifying what self-described evangelicals actually believe. Um, what, what did you see there? Um, like, for example, um, Jesus is merely a great teacher and not really God. Um, the Bible is a bunch of myths, right, that can kind of help you with your life. There were a few positive things on it. I can't remember what they were, but uh, it just goes to show you that— um, Oh, and the vicarious satisfaction was, like, that Jesus actually dies for our sins to appease the Father's wrath, right? Not there. You wow. know? There, so it's amazing, right? The The state of Christendom in the United States is uh, really declining. And these aren't, like, liberal church bodies. These are self-described evangelicals. So... So it and, just means that you know we need to teach more, right? The other the other thing I would say is this: um, I do think that one. Of the, remember how I, I've, I've played for you a couple of those theological rap songs? Go on. All right, and how a couple some of those songs were pretty theologically deep for a rap song. Yep. Right, and what I loved about that is. Is and a lot of those guys didn't necessarily grow up Christian. I've heard interviews. Right. What really got them interested was actual theology, like real theology. And there's an idea from this. He gets us is just as long as you have people get a positive thing feeling about Jesus. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Well, where are they going to go? I mean. I mean, you can get that positive feeling he gets us from wherever you go, but to actually get people interested in theology and what does this really mean? Theology, yeah, is is to me a, a way that I think people actually 
uh, can actually get interested in, because yeah. because what because because you're left with well, what does this mean? Okay, he gets us. Like I said, it doesn't point you to any direction outside of Jesus. It doesn't. I don't know. What do you what do you well, think, Vicar? I think the next place they're probably going with it is some kind of tolerance. You know, something that'll welcome everybody as they are, kind of a thing. So. But I guess it's hard when it's an ad campaign. You're if there is a progression to it, you kind of have to say everything in one commercial, because if you just play, you know, now Luther would preach sometimes, or he'd preach a sermon mostly law, and then he'd preach a sermon mostly gospel. You have to stick around sometimes. Yeah, he was preaching every day for like an hour right. each time, right? And that's the thing. It's like you can't do Twitter theology. You can't do bumper sticker theology. You can't do ad theology because what does ad stand for? Advertisement. Exactly. I mean, the whole point of an ad is to sell something. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to sell Jesus. You can't sell Jesus. That's ridiculous. So. All right. What do you want? Where do you want to go from here? Do you want to talk about? Oh, you got, do you have another selection to read? You still have that one, uh, what it is, what it ain't, right? Uh, yes, on angels. You want to do angels? Sure. There are angels among us. Peter, play the intro. What is it? Who knows? We do. It's time for what it is, what it ain't, what it could be. All right, I have a what it is, what it ain't, and what it could be. All right, so, now this is going to be, uh... Uh, gonna be a challenge because I wrote I, I put this together a long time ago like a th- few weeks ago and it works when I have it all fresh in my mind the spirit is I know flowing. what I was thinking well right. you know I you know I thought um, I'm sorry to interrupt but Peter I thought you were gonna do like uh, um, when I said angels among us I thought you'd do your among us uh, I, I did think of it I'll be honest but... thank you I appreciate that. Among I I still don't know exactly what it is, but Among Us. Oh, you just so, wanted to eat that out there. Did we get any uh, people emailing wanting to invest in that stuff? You were uh, no, we week? haven't heard anything about uh, our uh, um. What do we call it? Our uh... <laughs> what did we call it? What are they called? <laughs> Maybe. Boy, we are in rare form tonight. Um, <laughs> our uh, digital... What are they called again? Oh, I, I just want to wait and see if you can come up with it. <laughs> I was so passionate about it. <laughs> our, uh, They're NFTs. They're NFTs, NFTs, yes. No, we haven't heard any interest. In, no re- request yet. Have we gotten any emails? No. They listen, think, uh... but they don't email. Patreon emailed and asked us uh, how we were doing. Yeah. At least Man, somebody wants to come, lonely. come to their seminar. Do you know why? Because Patreon gets us. Ha. Huh. All right. So. <laughs> Onward for angels. Angels. <laughs> Not angles, angels. All right. So what it is. What it is. Now, I already realized as I'm looking back and wrote this, I have a, you know, I have a what it is of what it ain't and what it could be. I have what it is 
Something you don't hear much about. <laughs> really? I don't, don't think so. You don't talk about angels very much? Do you? I thought I did, but I could be wrong. Well, we don't talk about what angels are. We talk about angels, but it's never about the angel, right? I feel like I talked about angels all the time, that the word angel means messenger, and that what an angel is is a spirit, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I hammered that into my Bible class. It's probably like the only thing they remember about like the last nine years of, you know, that and but, how to make mead. Right. So, but I, I don't know. I, I don't. Do they? T- what do they have taught you about angels in the seminary so far? Not what do they teach much, me about the but... Old Testament at seminary? <laughs> True that. <laughs> you know, Dr. Gieshen... You didn't have Dr. Bullhagen. It's true. Dr. Gieshen's done some work, though, on angels in the Bible. Okay. And, Maybe and we should interview him. Also on the angel of the Lord appearances in, in the Old Testament. So that's something I think we talk about more than just angels in general. Mm-hmm. Because I think we they're just shied away from because it seems archaic to some, I think, to talk about angels. Or it's something where, well, it's not really central to the faith. Really? Okay. I, I guess that know, hasn't been my experience, but I feel I, like I everybody just, wants to talk about angels like all the time. Like guardian angels, and then they've got the womanish looking angels watching over the two kids going over a brook and then they got your precious moments angels and but i'm talking about from a theological point of view no oh, it's all theology it didn't I say suppose. it was good theology <laughs> berg let him talk man you don't have to sorry. shut him down immediately sorry Give him some time to talk then shut him down that's <laughs> especially sorry. today i'm not trying to be mean or rude so no sorry. be mean it makes a podcast much better all right so what it is it's actually in the bible both That's good true. and evil angels also if you think about it they're very from genesis all the way to revelation very prominent in those two books um uh so another thing they what they are is they were created within the six days of creation. Yep. And another thing we know is they are messengers, right? And their essence could be described as a spirit, a pneuma, right? Right. I think you have to pronounce the P at the beginning, panuma. Okay. (laughs) Are we talking about pneuma pneuma? Pneuma pneuma. What is that? Okay. People my age know. Yeet that to me later. Home dog. <laughs> All right. Um, what they are, they are uh, immaterial beings. In other words, they're not something you can touch. Jesus reflects this in the resurrection. What does Jesus say in the resurrection? A spirit does not have flesh and blow bones as you see that I have. So... You look riveted. This is your favorite one so far. I would say, too, (laughs) with the exception of the ones that are the the angel of the Lord ones that we would look at as the pre-incarnate Christ, because, like, Jacob wrestled with one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, does it say that you can't touch them, or just that they don't have flesh and bone? 
So the way that it's usually described is that uh, they are immaterial and also invisible by nature. And so in order to manifest themselves, they would take on some sort of physical attributes, um, like the two men in Sodom, for example. Um, but it's not theirs, right? It's like using a tool. Like mm-hmm. you can use a hammer, but the hammer is not part of you. Just like uh, our Lord used the bush and the fire in the burning bush, but it wasn't a part of him, right? Our God didn't become a bush or a fire, right? Right. The incarnation makes it very, very different for him because it actually is his flesh and blood, um, which can never now be separated from his person. So, whereas angels, it's like putting on the glove, right? A veil, if you will. A veil, a tool, right? Using matter according to their incomprehensible powers. So, so that brings me to the next one. Uh, they have intellect and will, and they are powerful, and they excel in strength. Very powerful. One angel killed 186,000 Assyrians. So, we should be thinking about them. Are you? Is there more on the list? Yeah. Okay, then I'll wait. I, I want to see if you get to something. Get to something? Something else. Uh, you're hoping I get to something? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> hey, he still has to fill out your vicarage stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> yep. Wow. I know it's not my best work, but come Boy, on. He's getting kind of saucy here. As I know. Grows late. <laughs> all right. Well, you remember, I have to spot you, too, on the bench press. Yeah, right. I might slip out of my hands. <laughs> well, hopefully there are angels among us. Right. <laughs> among us. That can yeet that off of you. I just say yeet because I only I'm... say yeet. That's the only one you got. <laughs> I got that one right? I'm just saying it because I can see your reaction, Peter, and it's not good, <laughs> which brings me joy. <laughs> All I, right. I, I'm not disappointed for myself. I'm disappointed for the listeners. All right. I'm not mad. Just disappointed. All right. So, uh, evil angels can do things that appear to us as being miraculous. What do you think yeah. I mean by that? Yeah, they. it seems like they do miracles, but they don't. Because, you know, for spirit beings, it's not a miracle. It appears to us as doing amazing things. Right. But, it's uh, like me being t- able to see color, right? Where dogs can't. Good point. Boom. It's It's kind of like... There are times in the New Testament where you look at the at the evil angels and you're thinking they actually aren't as smart as we give them credit for sometimes. Yeah, sin makes you stupid. Right. What were we, I remember you saying that. What were some of the examples? Uh, well, like the going into the pigs, and drowning. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're dumb, right? They don't want to be cast into the abyss, and so they run into these animals, drive them crazy, and then run over run over a cliff and drown. Right. Or that. Uh, See, it just shows that, that Jesus is really an eco terrorist. <laughs> that text where it said that demons travel through waterless places. Right. And the one, remember, I said, mm-hmm. does that mean the unbaptized? And you said, no, it's not baptism every time they mention water. That's such a vicar thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you just look at how they, how the devil seeks to destroy Jesus, right? He goes into the heart of Judas Iscariot. 
And he's got to know from the scriptures that this is going to like end him. If he's been mm-hmm. listening at all to anything that Jesus preaches, right? Like the text we just covered. Now, you know, now the spirit will convict the world concerning judgment because uh, the judgment of, you know, of the of this world's ruler has now come, right? Mm-hmm. And, but he's like a rabid dog. He can't help himself, right? Right. He's consumed by evil. And there, I, I don't know, there probably are some demons that just aren't very smart. Like, the, I guess the force gump of demons. I mean, you know? they're all way <laughs> smarter than we are. Yeah. I mean, like, and more powerful and everything. But yeah, I mean, sin just makes you stupid. It's the, it's true for angels and it's true for people. But I'd like to take it even a step further, is that right. devils are actually evil angels. Fallen angels, right? Right. They are fallen angels. They were created to be angels by God in the beginning. They were created good, and they fell. Because if you watch shows like Supernatural, right? Yeah, I don't watch that. A lot of TV shows, um, demons are actually human souls that have been kind of mutated. Um, Right. Either human souls or they were created by Satan or Lucifer, as they call him in that show, Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. The theology that a lot of people are getting, because obviously From Michael Landon, church. is that an old reference? Yes. Michael Landon. Yes. Um, Anybody know what I'm talking I, about? Yes. Um, Highway nope. to Heaven, right? It's where he. Uh, touched he's by the, an angel? Touched, touched by an angel? No, no that's that a different women. one. That's a different okay. one. Um, it's uh, where he's following the guy with the beard around. Right, the other guy yeah. from Little House on the Prairie, yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, I remember the one with the devil in it. That was kind of interesting. Or when the angel Michael Landon gets mad uh, because he gets jealous about this boy and his dad, and so he throws the football really hard, like just about breaks the guy's rib. Hilarious. So. Yeah. But that Michael I, Landon, he gets us. Yes, he, he does. But he could really yeet a football. No cap. So anyway, I think that's important to to realize that we don't, you know, fallen human souls don't become devils. Uh, The godly people don't become angels, right? Mm Because you hear that crap all the time, right? Right. How you got an angel in heaven, blah, blah, blah. For stupid. Be a demotion. (laughs) That's true. So uh, another thing. The number, they number in great numbers, and there are orders to angels. Go on. Uh, like, angel- a, like a Big Mac and a larger flurry? Exactly. Like uh, angels and archangels mm-hmm. and great angels like Michael. Right? Or they take on different forms like the, Ferris, the seraphim who have six wings, right? In Isaiah. Mm-hmm. You got the cherubim and Ezekiel who are terrifying. They got like four faces and spinning wheels and eyes, and then the four living creatures and right. That's gonna be I mean, amazing. So, flaming swords. I do swords. like swords. Swords. The the cherubim with the Garden of Eden. Right. Flaming hot Mountain Dew. So that was uh, that's a. This is a one a one thing I'm worried about. Okay, this is what I'm worried about. Like these angels, 
the way you describe them make my massive pecs seem so unimpressive. Yeah. I was going to say, I think you're getting a little smaller. Really? No. <laughs> he was just capping. I don't know what that means. It, it means that uh, I'm going by context that it means a cap is a lie. Right? Like, you got it, fam. Okay. Bet. All right. So. <laughs> Listen, you started this. I did. I'm, I'm trying. All right. So. Uh, what it ain't. Uh, I'm, I have don't... some more. So angels, uh, good angels are in a state of bliss with fervent love toward God. What does that mean? It means that uh, um, they are because they are not fallen into sin, right? Okay. The good angels that uh, that they, for example, they are can can be in the presence of God without fear. Although some hide their faces, right, because of God's glory. Um, and they, so, not given to sin, they are before the face of God, and. Um, because their love is perfect, untainted by sin, that uh, that there is a state of glory in that, kind of like us when we are entering without the stain of sin. So did you say that they're confirmed in this, that they cannot fall? Uh, I didn't say that necessarily. I said they are in that state right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would make the point, just to go a little bit further, that uh, that the angels are now confirmed in their bliss and cannot fall, right? Good angels cannot sin. Because it would be kind of a silly to fall now. Well, it's also like they can't. It's like right. when people ask, you know, can we swear when we get to heaven? Well, no, because you, it's not because you won't want to, right? Right. It won't be like liar, liar, we can't lie. <laughs> or, you know, like your favorite movie by Christopher Walken. Uh, the Prophecy, 1995. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. <sighs> it's anyway. where uh, Christopher Walken plays an angel, the Ga- angel Gabriel. And he, uh, and so he is actually, he's actually an angel who falls. Right, as opposed to Satan. So, if you're looking for a B movie to watch, there you go. All you right. You could also avoid it because of its false doctrine. You know, there's another one too we could add to that, right? Okay. Angels are ageless, eternal. Um, you've got the like my, my my wife is ageless. Angel Gabriel mentioned both in Daniel and in Luke. How many years would that be, Berg? Uh, Dan- Daniel to Luke. Um, let's see, eight six hundred five. Let's see, about five hundred and some odd years. Right. So five to six hundred years, the same angel appearing to to both. Yeah, they're immortal, which is awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the rest of the other things I have is here in my list is a praise God. Yep. And uh, 
still rejoice back, when Slater's Going back repent. to Immortal, what's my favorite movie about Immortals? Immortals? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, actually, it, actually it it's Immortals? not that one. It, it's not that one, actually. Highlander. <laughs> I Christopher Lambert. Oh. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have to come down to Wyoming to watch these things? Yeah, I think so. My goodness. Like, that's a classic. Are I you a Highlander not... stan? A, a what? A Highlander stan? Am I a Hi- Hi- Highlander stan? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, man. I'm sorry. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit it. I am not as hip and with it as Bullhagen is. <laughs> that All sends right. me, dude. What's that? Um, that offends you? No, it sends me. I still don't. I don't know what you say half the time, man. But I'm sure it's great. <laughs> this is an awesome episode. So, what they are not? They're not human. They ain't. They ain't. They, <laughs> they ain't human. The show is called What It Ain't. Say what it ain't. What it ain't. What it ain't. Not, they're not human. Ain't human. <laughs> ah. And they are not all knowing. Yep. That's only God. How do we know that, Vicar? They don't know the time or the place when Christ will return. Rock on. Awesome. Was there another one you're thinking? Nope. That's the one I was okay. thinking. That's the one that came to my mind. And this is the I think this is kind of what got me into this whole discussion. And I think this is my most important point. Okay? They are not defined by human experience, but by an anecdotes that we we hear all the time about angels. It's defined by scriptures. Right. Because, what do you think I mean by that? You hate precious moments. Because what people will say, you know, well, I think an angel spoke to me or, or leading me, and and they'll, some good thing will happen, and, and they'll try and decipher what the angels are doing, or demons too. Right. And, and we can't let, and people use that as their evidence and understanding of angels by their own human experience, what they experience in this life. You know, it that might have been mean, an angel. Right. Not saying angel. it. Yeah, not saying it's a good one. Right. Well, never never drive faster than your guardian angel can fly. Mm. Keychain. Okay. You know, we forgot, too, that angels minister on that list. Sure. They minister to Jesus. There you go. And to us, we who are to inherit salvation. Hebrews chapter one. So, what I'm so because there's a lot of folklore around angels that really don't mean anything, and people use their human experiences to describe them. But we should let actually let Scripture define them. Right. I want to hear that. some folklore from Bullhagen. Tell me some folklore about angels. What spurred <laughs> this on? Every uh, time a bell rings. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not a folklore guy. I'll be honest. Um, but the the perception <laughs> of the world is that far off that they think there's some cutesy cupid you know little babies with wings thing but really they're probably more like warriors right or or uh evil angels are just like those just are us they're just understood misunderstood <laughs> that's yeah that's, that's like, uh I, that's milton and byron not so much milton but uh, lord byron really did that his sympathetic satan you know 
But isn't there, aren't there a lot of like Netflix shows about this kind of thing? Yeah, there is. There's a whole Netflix show called Lucifer, which is based on the Neil Gaiman comics from Dark Horse. Or is it Vertigo? I can't remember. Um, Supernatural is another one. Um, you know, you got a whole bunch of weird, wrong stuff floating around out there. So, you know. And the other point that I, I kind we should always mention about the evil angels is they are condemned. Yep. They lie. They yep. hate the gospel. Yep. Uh, they they, they wage war people. against the church. They possess mm-hmm. people. So don't mess with them, right? Even today. Even today. Okay. A couple Look more things. That. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, I got one more. Um, they are not equal to man. Why? They were not created in the image of God. And? Uh, they don't have body and soul. And? Jesus didn't die for their sins. Yep, you're almost there. Keep going. They never... Jesus he's... didn't appear as one of them. There he you go. He came as yeah. a human. He didn't, he didn't take on their nature, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, like he didn't take on their nature. He took on our nature. So who sits on God's throne? A man. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I mean, that's something to rejoice. I, 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 there was a split second I almost talked trash to Angel and I thought better of it. <laughs> I mean, and that's I don't, the I don't thing. know why that just reminded me somehow of Angels in the Outfield where that kid stands up and starts flapping his arms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing is, right? We're, we're the heirs of salvation. We are sons of God by faith. We are the ones who are heirs with Christ. We are the ones who are kings and priests. We are the ones who at the end of time will judge angels. So that means we shouldn't be so stupid and take our our brethren to court here in this world, right? Mm-hmm. We should decide these things among ourselves, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Uh, they're not our equals. They're our inferiors. Not because of their power or their might or their immortality, uh, because we obviously, when you look at those qualities, we are terrible compared to them, right? Right. But it is because of God's grace and mercy by becoming man, right? This is why we should all genuflect at the incarnatus est, right? That uh, God, that Jesus became Jesus man, became man in the uh, Nicene Creed, right? Mm-hmm. We should all bow deeply for that, right? Who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man, the Homo factus est, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, dear listener, please do that on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because it would be awesome. Bullhagen Vicar, make sure you do it. I'll do it this Sunday, too. It'll be awesome. So we <coughs> should not pray to angels, but also hold them reverently. Amen. Say less. Less. Nah, fam, you don't get it. You you just low-key don't get it. I got it. No cap. <laughs> Kobe you need to take a vibe check man <laughs> alright sheesh alright uh, not sure what you just said there but I think we should call it a day yeah two of our listeners cringed heavily during this episode two of them I think so how many Only- do you think actually understood what I was saying so listener if you understood what people Peter said if you understood what I said this episode <laughs> Where can they get a hold of us, Vicar? Well, they won't email and they won't use Facebook, that's for sure. Man, 
I love our listeners, but sometimes they stink. That's a great way to get them to come back. Right. Here, listener. Okay. All right. You've all become Oklahoma here. I mean, you listen, but you don't contribute. Let's be honest. You're part of this project, man. Come on. Let us know. Are you scared to email? Are you scared to at me, bro? We promise we will like answer our emails in a timely fashion from now on. I mean, we get Don't you. say that. Don't say that. We don't promise. We will make a good effort to do so. And there's someone making a song for us. Where <laughs> Where is he at? I, I don't know, man. I, I didn't know he was making a song, and then he's just like, hey, give us this one thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know if we should have announced it, but we did. So somebody's making a song, but we'll see. Well, he, could... you know what he's going to do? He's going to make a song, and then it's going to wind up in a He Is Us commercial. Okay, Vicar, keep going, please. <laughs> well, they could email us at feedback at clericalerrors.org. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, Or on Twitter. Facebook me, bro. With Elon Musk at clericalerrorsp. P for podcast. And they should definitely find us on Patreon and donate. Or buy a shirt. There you go. By the way, it sounds like I saw we got an email that our prices later this month might be going up a little bit. This uh, economy. Huh? I missed that email. I should maybe double check it, huh? Yeah. So I would buy it sooner than later. This uh, economy, you know, it's going to get you. Right? It will. Inflation, man. Even the Clerical Errors podcast is not immune to uh, (laughs) inflation. See, I thought we were too big to fail. There will be a time where you may no longer see these t-shirts. You'll see them for a little while. Then you won't. For we a little while, you won't. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm Bullhagen. I'm Berg. And I'm Vicar. And may your angels pass the vibe check. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts questions thoughts concerns you can contact us on facebook at facebook.com slash clerical heirs podcast on twitter at clerical heirs p for podcast or email us at feedback at clerical thanks for listening to clerical heirs see you next time